Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Braves lead the World Series, but the cost is high. Definitely a blow losing him game one, but if you've been watching us all year, I mean... We've just been answering the bell and overcoming adversity all year. For the first time in 25 years, the Braves are in the driver's seat in the Fall Classic. The degree of difficulty, though, is going up. This is the AJC Braves Report presented by Kroger. I'm Jay Black in Atlanta with our staff writer Steve Hummer and our columnist Mark Bradley in Houston after a long night, four-hour World Series game. But, Mark, you started off your column today with, uh, quote, that was, dare I say, easy. Uh, But with the 2021 Braves, uh, Mark, nothing seems as easy as it looks. No, nothing does. It was just, it's kind of weird because you would think that on a night when you're playing the Houston Astros in Houston and your starting pitcher goes out uh, with a broken leg, you might lose that game or you might, you know, might have a really hard time winning that game. The Braves led five to nothing and won six to two. I mean, they take a licking and keep on ticking. It's, it's pretty remarkable. Basically, I'm not saying anything we haven't said on this, this uh, podcast about 13 times already it is no it is no less true for for all the repetition this is a pretty incredible room yeah steven and you said in your your column today that it's uh pretty much next man up now well yeah it's uh you know they're looking at a a bullpen game on game four and then game five when morton was going to go they're going to have to cobble something together as i suggested if there is a game five that'd be the best way for them to then I'd have to deal with it if they just go ahead and sweep the thing. That would be convenient. Then, uh, that would that would uh, make everyone uh, more comfortable, no doubt. But uh, somehow they they make the pieces work, and which is a credit to the pieces. We'll bring you sound from the podium and our analysis of Game 1 in just a second. But first, the AJC Braves Report podcast is brought to you by Kroger. Kroger's a proud sponsor of the Atlanta Braves and is bringing you scary good savings on everything you need to plan your perfect Halloween. Of course, Kroger has you covered for candy for those trick-or-treaters, but also Kroger has savings on Halloween decor and more, providing all treats and no tricks. Visit Kroger.com slash Halloween today or your local Kroger store to start shopping. All right, so now first, the good news. The Braves lead the series 1-0. They have home field advantage now, and if nothing else happens, at least Brian Snickers won a World Series game. I was, <laughs> I wondered before we got here what I'd feel like when the when the game started. I, I felt like it was a baseball game, and, and you kind of get so tunneled in to what you're doing that you forget where you're at. It's just an, it's another baseball game, really loud baseball game. Um, but you know, and then there's so much happened really quick that I didn't have a chance to do anything other than that yeah steve obviously could not have gotten off to a better start a historic start as a matter of fact it was to me a little bit of a small surprise to see jorge soler leading off in the first in his first game back in the starting lineup from covid but uh snip pushed the right button there well yeah it was another case of the the manager making a decision and uh it you know turning to gold you did have that little piece of history where you had the the first uh first hitter in of a world series Hit a hit a home run on his first swing, and it's uh, that does kind of set a tone. I think the the Braves kind of like that little short porch and left, and yeah. uh, 
I know when uh, Duvall hit his over the the woman in in the uh, astronaut outfit uh, sitting out there, I said, "Well, they they look pretty comfortable here." And Mark, it doesn't appear like uh, Framber Valdez was fooling anybody. Uh, no, he was uh, pretty fast, but uh, that that happens sometimes. It, it just it hasn't happened very often to the Braves in this postseason. Their their starters, none of these starters, uh, after Freed and Morton in the first two games in Milwaukee, have had just a lights out start. But they've all been good enough uh, to keep the Braves in position to win a game, and uh, that's kind of the idea of pitching. But uh, the other thing too is the Braves have been hit. And if, if the Braves hit like that, it's going to be it, – Houston has a great offense. But it, it's going to be tough on Houston because I'm, they are very low on pitching. Uh, you know, they don't have Lance McCullers. Valdez was not very good last night. Their starters in game two and game three, you know, you would like to think that the Braves would have the, the advantage with, with Freed and Ian Anderson. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know it, it, this is almost like – unreal in the sense that good things are happening in October for the Braves, uh, even as bad things are happening. Uh, you know, Charlie Morton breaks his leg. Jorge Soler gets COVID. You know, they just, they, this is, this is a run. You know, if it, it, if it ends in a World Series title, and even if it doesn't end in a World Series title, this is, this is one we're going to remember a long time. You mentioned the good. Now let's get to the bad. And what happened in the second and third innings? Charlie Morton, of course, takes that comebacker off his right leg from Yuri Gurriel and then keeps going for 16 more pitches. Just the fact that he wanted to keep going. I mean, he was they were x-raying him, and that's Charlie. I mean, he, he wants to be on this stage, and God bless him. It's, it's I hate it for him. He's such a great person. And when the inning was over, you know, we meet, talk about what was going on. He said, ooh, that one got me good. Um, and then he... He was kind of walking a little funny. Um, I didn't think it was broken. I just, you know, I thought he took a line drive off of a, off of his leg. But to go out there and strike out the next guy with a broken leg, it blows my mind. That's Travis Darno and Mark. That sounds like the stuff of legend that, that Charlie Morton was striking out guys with with a broken leg. Do we know though if that's yeah. actually what happened? Uh, yeah, we. You know, I I have to say, I'm not very bright, <laughs> and, and when when he wobbled off the mound with uh, um, after striking out Altuve for the second time, my mind, such as it is, did not immediately flash back to the Gurriel ball off the leg because so little had been made of that. Yeah, you know, yep. it wasn't like it wasn't like they went. Everybody ran out there and surrounded him, and you know, uh, put him through five minutes worth of uh, diagnostic testing on the field. He just kept on pitching and retired two more hitters. Then went in and had an X-ray, and apparently the first X-ray showed no break. And then he went back out and struck out Altuve and had another X-ray, and the X-ray showed a break. So uh, I, I'm, I think that is the sequence. It was a little bit hazy even after the Braves explained it to us or tried to explain it to us last night. But I think that's what happened, and and I don't know if it's that you know the leg was sort of almost broken after the ball, after the Gurriel ball bounced off it, or, or, and then just the, the, the stress of pitching 16 more pitches uh, uh, broke it completely. I don't know if that's the case or, or what's the case, but maybe they, you know, but whatever it was, it was, it was pretty remarkable that, uh, that, uh, that 16 pitches, uh, somebody asked, um, 
Darno, what would be the record for pitchers pitching out on a broken leg? How many the number of pitches? And the 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 questioner said one, and he <laughs> and he said uh, he, he said Darno said yeah, and that would have been that would probably have been the backstop. <laughs> well, now now the overall question is. Now what? Don't worry. These guys are going to keep going. They're going to keep fighting. They're going to keep battling. We've been through this many times this year, losing key components to our club. It's not going to be an excuse or anything else. We're going to go out and continue to try and win games. We've overcome every adversity that's that's come our way. Yeah, it's it's tough losing Charlie. I mean, the, the person he is in the clubhouse, um, the mentor he is in the clubhouse, especially at this time of the year, is... is um, is very valuable, and for us to lose him in game one, is it's a dagger. Steve, as we record this, uh, any idea who's going to take Morton's place and, and who will start game five? That's, that's the problem is it, it's it's so difficult to look beyond what today is, especially in this in, in this scenario. I I, I have uh, I have no clear idea of, of what, what they're going to do. If, if Mark has a, a better idea, I, I would like to hear it. Um, I hear – Glavin has eligibility. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Smoltz is, uh, Smoltz is know, in the building. They, so. Whoever they bring up here does something good. It, 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 you know, they might put Terrence Gore in it pitching in, in a pitcher <laughs> and let him uh, run the ball into the plate. I, I don't know. There's, it's just whatever happens, they seem to be – how many times have we said this year, okay, that's it for the Braves? And, and yet – they're leading the World Series. So, uh, you know, without Mike Soroka, without Marcelo Zuna, without Ronald Acuna, without Jorge Soler for the last series, and now without Charlie Morton for the, the rest of this series, I mean, they're still somehow leading the World Series. Options now, Kyle Wright, which at the time we thought was very surprising that he is on the roster, now may actually be pitching in the World Series. And then Tuki Tucson is possibly there, Kyle Muller. Yeah, Spencer Strider could come up as a as a as a, a reliever, right-handed arm. When do they have to make a decision when to replace him? Uh, I would think today. Okay. Uh, I, and I the, the immediate speculation last night was either Strider or Mueller. But that's just, you know that's us talking in the press box, where of course we never get anything wrong. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I those were the two names. That uh, Gabe and uh, I know Mark Bowman were, were uh, talking about last night in the immediate aftermath. Does this change the series in your mind, Steve? Uh, it, you know, <laughs> looking at it on the face face, you'd you would have have to think that it it would. But again, these this is a team that seems uh, kind of impervious to this kind of stuff. Um, I. Uh, in the long run, I, I think it's survivable because this team survives. I can't say, you know, I just can't say for certain that, that this is that this is a this is a game changer. Losing Charlie Morton is as odd as that sounds. Well, we'll know a lot more twenty four hours. Um, you know, the, not not about Morton, but we'll know a lot more about the series. If the Braves win Game Two tonight, this thing may not, may not come back to Houston. If they don't, then, you know, they could be looking at a, a seven-game series. And, and given that the Braves are now down their one number one starter, they the faster it goes, the better it is for them. Because the, the more times the rotation turns over, 
you would think that that would expose the them not having Horton. Uh, but you know, if if they could get it through Freed, Anderson, and bullpen, and uh, have it done in uh, at uh, Truist Park on uh, Saturday or Sunday, that would be. I, I think I think we would. Uh, I think you know. I don't think we would be too worried about the loss of more than men if they're if they're celebrating in on the field in Cobb County. Well, part of the reason they were able to survive this blow, at least for game one, is is apparently the new Mr. October from Texas, A.J. Minner. That, that was huge what A.J. pulled down. I mean, he did it for us last year in the NLCS. Um, but that tonight was um, really, really good. I've been joking around with the guys all year long. I felt like, I mean, just turn me in and start. I'm ready to go. Um, but, no, I just, like I said I, earlier, I, I wanted to go out there and just be efficient as I could and help this bullpen out as best I possibly can. Steve, I guess they should turn A.J. Minner into a starter now. Well, we, they, he may be before this is over. Uh, I guess that's, what, three straight multi-inning outings for him. Yep. And uh, here's a guy I, who, frankly, I thought was kind of, uh, kind of uh, not real mentally, mentally strong on the mound at times uh, when he was struggling and had to get sent back. And now he's, uh, now he's this, uh, this stalwart. And uh, it's, it's – I think it's just nice to it's just nice to see him evolve like this. Mark, I still think the X factor for the Braves in this series is going to be Luke Jackson. And I know Braves fans are not comfortable with that, <laughs> but he did have a great year. He is their best righty out of the pen, and he he was crucial in Game One. And I really think they got to have him now. Yeah, he was good last night. Um, and another thing is, you know, we we all worried, and I know uh, Steve wrote about it at great length. You know about the, all all the mental gymnastics that Will Smith on the mound makes Braves country go through because he was you know walking the bases loaded or giving up home runs or fly balls to the wall in postseason. You know he he hasn't given up an unearned run. He uh, he has pitched eight times in postseason. He has four saves and two wins. I mean he he we you know we talk about the guys leading up to Will Smith and. and, and Actually, we haven't talked a lot about Will Smith because we've been talking about Matzik and, and Minter and uh, Jackson. But now, it, Will Smith is kind of a given. He's 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 like uh, automatic out there in postseason. So, or it has been so far. Now, watch him give up eight home runs tonight. But uh, he's been great too. I mean, this you know you can't do what they're doing with with just one guy uh, doing it. No matter how good Eddie Rosario has been, he's been off the chart good. But I mean, it, it, it really does take a team, and, and they've really got a team now that that, is, uh, that works in a way that if you'd seen them, and we did, if you'd seen them back in May or even July, you would not have thought this possible. Steve, how uh, how severe do you think the consequences are going to be with Mentor and Jackson and Matzik all going more than one inning last night? I think you know. I don't know that they'll. Uh, I don't. At this stage, I think you can. Uh, you can maybe get away with that a little bit. You you would like to see Freed go uh, go pretty deep. Or the you know having the day off, as they pointed out. I you know Snicker is going to going to ride these guys as hard as he can to the end. And he was pointing out, you know, last year they didn't have a day off, any days off in the in the seven game series because of COVID. Everything was so compressed and. They were, they were looking at that as being a, being an advantage um, for him this time around. I uh, I I think in the in the short haul here, I think they'll 
they'll they'll they can uh, get through that. Quick reminder that the AJC Braves report is just part of our wall-to-wall coverage during the World Series. That also includes the AJC e-paper. We give you more than just the score with insights and analysis on the Atlanta Braves and our after-the-game pages in your e-paper, which you can only get if you subscribe. A couple of other notes. Every Brave in the starting lineup gets a hit, and it's a big night for the reinforcements. All of the new outfielders combined to go 6-for-18. Adam Duvall, homers, Eddie Rosario, two more hits. And, and Mark, there's, there's, there's not much more you can say about that uh, quadrilateral there except uh, – it's fun to see them in the order together, and Eddie arm looked pretty good in that goofy left field last night. That was that was a tremendous throw. I mean, you know, it's like what can what can he do? Uh, I mean, he's 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 Willie Mays right now. He's you know making catches at the wall. He's hitting series winning home runs. He's setting records, and now and just for the heck of it, he's throwing a guy out at second base. It also helped that Yuri had maybe the worst slide possible. <laughs> yeah. well, belly, his belly flop in a second, but it was a great throw. Yeah, well, that, the Astros had a hard time standing up last night. If you remember, <laughs> if you remember yes. Stanek's uh, move on the, uh, on the on the ground ball, that was uh, that was uh, that was not not going to be in the Fred McGriff school of how to field. Yes. All right, now on to game two, and uh, Max Freeze got the ball. It's this is what you know you dream about as as a kid. You know from from the time that I started playing, you you know you, you dream about playing in the World Series. But uh, at the end of the day, you have to know what got you here. And you know I got a lot of really good guys that are going to be able to be there and support me. And the Astros will use Jose Urquidy instead of Luis Valdez, who's pretty awesome finishing off the Red Sox. Uh, Mark, what are you expecting from Max tonight? Uh, I think he'll be good. Uh, I, I think I, I was surprised that, uh, not surprised because I, I mean, you know, no pitcher is, is perfect. Uh, but I, I, I was surprised that, that he wasn't a little better against the Dodgers than he was. Uh, he, he wasn't terrible. It's just that he wasn't the, the top of the game freed and top of the game freed is, uh, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. And and I, I, you know, the Astros, the Astros have a really good line, and they're you saw last night that they're going to work the count and do the American League thing of, uh, of making you play four and a half hours to beat them. Uh, but I, I, I mean, Max Fried is a very good pitcher, and, uh, and you know, he he didn't have this, he didn't have the second half he had by by accident, and, and I would be, I, I I think this is a great time for him to uh, to. Uh, Rise to the moment. Steve, it sounded like on uh, TV there was quite a few Brace fans there last night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even walking around town, there were a lot of a lot of people in uh, in familiar outfits. Uh, it was strange. I was getting up uh, out of my seat in the middle innings to stretch a little bit, and uh, Houston columnist kind of turned to me and said, uh, "You know, it's not usually this quiet in here." Ah. And. Um, they uh, they took the air out of that place really quickly. Well, obviously with the first swing of the game, but uh, it's they they really did they really did turn what that that home field advantage uh, on its on its ear real quick. Before we go, uh, would you guys indulge me in just a very quick um, rant? This is a this is a tiny <laughs> thing, but uh, did you guys notice that neither team was wearing the customary uh, World Series patch on their uniform last night? Well, somebody actually. Uh, I heard somebody talking about that, and there was I. Everything is blamed on supply chain issues. Yes, 
and I think there was some issue about getting those made and, and getting them here on time. Well, it's it's apparently, at least according to the reporting by uh, Phil Lucas, who's covered uniforms for, for several different outlets, supply chain is the problem, but it's not the problem getting the patches to the players and the coaches. The problem is getting the patches to the retail jerseys. So if you can't put it on the retail jerseys, you can't put it on the ones that are actually being used in the game. Well, let, so, me assure you, let me assure you, this is still the World Series, even if they're not wearing the patch. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, so, so I've heard. But, yes, yeah, so MLB's yeah. mantra, sell everything. But, uh, but still, um, it, it is a little disappointing not to see all the World Series decorations uh, that you can get. But uh, Braves are still up one nothing. That's all that really matters. And your subscription to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution funds our journalism. And if you're not a subscriber, go to AJC.com slash Battle ATL and sign up today. You'll get the most complete Braves coverage in Atlanta during the World Series, and you'll also get a Hank Aaron tribute book. Unlimited digital access to AJC.com, and the e-paper starts at just $1 a week. Get the special offer now at AJC.com slash Battle ATL. So before we go, uh, what are you guys going to be writing about before Game 2? Mark? I just wrote about that I think that we should give this team like a a different name, you know, like uh, there was once a, there was once the Braves, I think of 1914 when they were in Boston or wherever, were, were the miracle Braves. I think this team is like the Incredibles because it, what they're doing does strain credulity. They, they, 88 win team and here they are three wins from the World Series. And they've done it with guys that you couldn't have picked out of, you know, you wouldn't have even known their names four months ago. And, uh, and yeah, here they are uh, contributing to this. Steve? Well, I <laughs> I need to start working on a uh, an introduction to a book that we're going to put together of the season if, if the Braves win the World Series. Of course, the last time I tried to do that was in the same town before a Super Bowl, and that, <laughs> and that never saw the light of day. So uh, I've, I've, I've got to uh, I've got to start working on that eventuality. That that jinx is would happen either way. It, it's just part of his job, everybody. It it, it has to be done. But um, yes, that, that's kind of how the sausage is made uh, at the newspaper when you're when you're putting together special books, which we all hope you will, you would purchase if if it does see the light of day. But uh, you do not have to purchase this podcast, uh, so that we want to continue to make that free for everybody. So please spread the word, subscribe, share us, review, and uh, tell your friends so we can continue to bring you the uh, AJC Braves report for free. So, man, thank you, and we will talk to you again after game two. When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity, because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart. In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com.